Josh, hello. Hi. And welcome to a special episode of Padre Pascal with me, your co-host, Rachel Leishman. Me, your other co-host, Katrina Dennis. And we have a very special guest, a very accomplished uh, simp on the internet, many other titles, but uh, when I asked how to introduce her, she said professional simp, so I'm going with it. Um, and it's Echo. Yay! Yay! Oh one name, one name on this podcast. Yeah, I'm Zendaying yeah. everything after like this. That's a good. It's a good move. It's a good way to stand right? out. Like you're, yeah. if your byline, if your byline is just Ico, people will be like, "Who's that? That Who sounds like she? A, so mysterious." Who's that girl? It's Ico. Ico. We get to hit the notes slightly different, so then they don't think we're copying the new girl theme. Exactly. Yes, we're here this week to. I kind of hinted about this when we did our premiere episode of The Last of Us. Um, we're going to talk about uh, both the premiere, like in person premiere walking, not the episode for the series, and then the New York event. And then in, in between all of that, we also had a Mandalorian trailer drop. So we're going to talk mm-hmm. about the Mandalorian Crazy. trailer. Um, which, that's kind of the news. There's not much news outside of everyone likes The Last of Us. Yeah. Everyone is in love with him and think he's hot. Someone someone on the internet, one of our followers, I believe her name is Britt, DM'd me and was like, some guy is stealing your thunder. And I went and looked and some guy wrote an article that said um, how Pedro Pascal became the next Harrison Ford. And I'm sorry. There, there's many what? things you can say belong to the world. That belongs to only me. So I don't understand yeah. why this man thought he could take my whole bit. Um, it's a hundred percent copyright infringement, and you should totally sue. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, but yeah. Bruh, bruh, my uncle's yeah. a lawyer, and so he hard. says that you can absolutely sue. Thank you so much. I didn't work so hard in my life <laughs> to have two yeah. podcasts: one about the filmography of Harrison Ford, and one about the filmography of Pedro Pascal, for some man to just be like, "Hey, I'm going to put the B." So you're A and C. And I'll be like, what if you backed up? Take the B mm-hmm. and back it up. Oh, that was my news for the day. Was that that man <laughs> has made an enemy. And it, I, it, it's me. I'm mm-hmm. the enemy. Mm-hmm. Katrina, do you have any news? <laughs> uh, uh, no, uh, I got I got nothing Pedro related, honestly. Like, um, I was really excited to watch the trailer drop that was really cool um but i'll give you my full reaction to that later uh other than that i got a new computer this weekend and it's my personality now like i don't i don't have a personality outside of this thing like oh my god it's it's so big wait it's a borg cube it's a borg cube pc yeah like i i don't know how far i can bring it over but it's like a picard like damaged borg cube in like Snow White limited edition, and it has I hate like how a custom... nerdy we are. You <laughs> showed me that, and I instantly was like, "That's a board cube." Yes, yes. Welcome to my my wonderful life. I have been assimilated. I am now back fully on PC. If anybody's looking to buy a Mac, hit me up because I'm getting rid of mine. Um, <laughs> I'm like all in now. <laughs> it's good stuff. All in until all of a sudden you can't do something, and you're like, "God damn PCs." Yeah. Um, well, thankfully, yeah. I have like a PC nerd for a boyfriend, so I don't have to worry about a lot of things. I just ask him questions. He's like, I love answering questions. <laughs> That's like half my deal. Um, 
So, you know, he's a man. Answer questions. They love to answer questions. <laughs> I have um, so many questions for him. Uh, so here's what we're, we'll do first. I go, why don't you explain yourself, your talents as a writer, um, your title as a professional simp, and then, like, we can get into the premiere and kind of, we'll keep the Mandalorian for last. So all of you people have to sit here and listen to us <laughs> I have to listen to you. You, you guys my rage. Can sit here and listen to them with me because I didn't go to any premiere. Um, but <laughs> my, I do mine know wasn't a premiere. It was a crazy ass fan event. <laughs> to be clear, like, <laughs> I'm, very, I'm, I'm really excited for like the radical differences between this because like Rachel went to like some chill fan event and everything was cool and there were posters from like 2003 and stuff. And then Aiko had like a freaking feature length film happen to her. Like, not to discredit yeah. you, Rachel, but like... Also, no, and she also had to go swimming yeah. in order to get yeah. there. Like yeah. Th- this is going to be interesting. So if you have to kick back and listen, get ready, because it's a good one. <laughs> like, I saw pictures that Rachel posted, and I was, like, so fucking pissed. This reignited my, like, anger <laughs> towards this entire fucking thing. Because I was like, fan event, fan event why didn't we get the same fucking experience if it was technically the same fucking thing? I'm pretty sure it was even the same company, right? Uh, well, yes and no. I think IOTA did... I know IOTA did the tickets for the premiere, but the fan event was both, like, I went to the the press, like, preview of it, so I don't know how different okay. it is compared to, like, what people who had tickets okay. went through. I can actually talk about the press LA as well, because a friend of mine went, texted me after the fact, and was like, when didn't you let me know that you were going to be there? I would have, like, gotten you in as my plus one, and I almost shot my brains out. Literally. <laughs> that is the worst text message. Oh, no. Like, after is, the fact. This is how I die. Like, and that wasn't even the worst part of my week. So, like, okay, let's just circle back. Um, I, as a professional simp, at least as a professional Pedro Pascal simp, um, I don't know. I got followed by him, like, early 2021 through a thirst tweet. So I think that that very much constitutes me as a very successful uh, simp, right? Mm-hmm. And as like a professional, <laughs> everything else. Yeah, that is the definition of a professional sense. The minute yeah, that, some, nothing else matters. Follows you from something that was thirsty and or making yeah. fun of that person. If they yeah. follow you, that makes you a professional, either best friend or bully or sent for them. It's like one of those 100%. three tiers. Yep, I don't think that it, winning any award. It. Yeah, any award that I win in the future does not compete. Like this man needs to come back to Twitter <laughs> so that I can, you know, regain my bragging rights because he left, and now I'm like, I'm not cool anymore. What the fuck is wrong with you, sir? I will say, if you type in his name, it is the saddest thing ever. Uh, which you know, this applies to just the two of us. I'm sorry, Katrina. I love you so much. Uh, but when you type in his name and it just says follows you, but it has no other information, yeah. I'm like, it's just like something That's went nice, wrong. And however, I'm like, I don't like you this is dumb <laughs> like however like, however <laughs> so i was i was in california the last two months if you've been following my journey or whatever if you know very little i was there i was in la for a couple of weeks for a few meetings industry meetings and then i was in san francisco with my family for like a month and a half it was great it was amazing it was incredible 
cut to I was supposed to come back home January 7th and it was like mid-December we were like oh I wonder when The Last of Us premiere is gonna be because I'm like I'm in the area like if there's a premiere I could drop everything and just like skedaddle back into LA and that would be like the easiest thing ever so like I think it was like halfway through December someone tags me in that one iota post being like like enter the raffle to like win tickets to the last of us premiere and i was like oh my gosh that's so cool it's a fan event it's a whole fucking thing i'm like whatever who cares let's just do it and i was part of me was fully convinced that i was gonna get the email like the monday of and everything was gonna be like the worst experience ever because i'd already be like i already be back home and you know going back would have been disastrous and you know monetary time etc um so I was like, part of me was like, this is just not happening. Like, I'm just going to, you know, whatever, go about my my life. Who cares? And then randomly, the Wednesday before, I get an email. We're just like getting ready to leave to do some errands. And I get an email and it's this stupid fucking thing telling me that I've been confirmed for the premiere. And I just fucking lose it. I don't know. I feel like my delusional brain took over and I was just like, this is it, you guys. This is it. This is the one. This is the thing. And I just like call my fucking airline, change all my fucking flights. I'm like, I'm making this because I'm making this. There's like no fucking way I'm like missing out, obviously. So in the next three days, like getting the rest of my outfit together, like shoes, bag, you know, everything. I was fucking, I was ready and prepared. Um, and then fly back to LA, no problem, whatever. I'm staying out of friends. And then... I was very optimistic. I was hoping that uh, it wouldn't actually happen, but I get there and it's raining. And this is like not typical LA rain where it's just like, it's a drizzle. It's fine. Who cares? Right? No, it's actually pouring down rain. It's the worst. It's awful. <laughs> and it just continues to rain for the rest of the fucking day. And I'm like, okay, that's totally fine. I'll admit the saga before the actual thing where I like, went out to try to find an umbrella and I got like soaked just completely fucking soaked and I get back and I get ready and I'm just like my heart is like I'm losing it I'm literally losing it like I've I've got a folder on my phone with all the screenshots to like prove to this man if I ever see him that like this is who I am do you like know who I am um and I'm like psyching myself up basically so uh thankfully like a friend drove me to the whole thing and we were we were there technically like early ish um i had my ticket had changed from general admission to priority admission and i was like oh my gosh this is like the coolest fucking thing ever what do you what do you mean like what um i was expecting like just an insane fucking thing that just did not end up happening um but at that point, my hopes were just like really, really fucking high. Uh, so we get there. They've got us all lined up in this very wet, very dingy parking lot, like a block away from the theater. It's still pouring rain. A lot of people don't have umbrellas. And it's become very clear that this is not what anyone had thought that this was going to be. Um, and so like it's it's a 45-minute wait in the rain at some point, they, like, started handing out umbrellas to the people that needed them, which was, like, really good on their part, but also, like, crazy. Um, 
And we're waiting and waiting. At that point, I was like, I'm just going to be fucking funny and I'm going to live tweet the entire experience because I thought that was going to be like the highlight, right? I needed to document it. There we fucking go. I needed <laughs> uh, to document it. Um, it needed to be uh, documented. <laughs> I truly was like listening to your story and going and like, I'm, I'm going to go find all of these tweets because they were so funny. Just <laughs> like... <laughs> soaking in the water just like miserable unhinged behavior genuinely unhinged what's wild is that like even in that shot you can clearly see that people dressed to be at a red carpet event back there and they were not going to that were they they fucking told us they fucking told us (laughs) they fucking told us uh, this is a Hollywood premiere Please dress to impress. And everyone was dressed to the nines. I will say that. Everyone was dressed really nicely. Um, mm-hmm. I did see some sneakers, which kind of broke the illusion for me because they were, like, very specific about wearing sneakers. And there were people with sneakers and nothing fucking happened. And I, so I was like, why, why was I so fucking worried about worried, dress code? Yeah. And literally, who the fuck cares? Right. Um, but yeah, we're 45 minutes under the rain. It's so great having the time of my life freaking out still. And then we line up to go into the theater. So what had happened was, and I didn't see this on like the options that you could like um, apply for, for the raffle. Hmm. But apparently there was an option or there was a group before us that was even more preferential than preferential. They actually got to go on the red carpet and walk the red carpet. Um, But this was before the actual cast and crew had arrived. So I don't know what the whole thing was or how it actually went down, but there was a group before us that left the red carpet. And I, we we're all just very fucking confused. Like, how the fuck do you actually do? Like, where, how? And then while we were in line waiting, another group got, like, randomly selected to go right next to me. And I was like, what? how is this even? Like, how do we, What? It was so weird, so, you so do disorganized. The little, the little, like, you move the line thing that is holding it and then just go around it and sit back and then walk with them. No, just they were, no, like, they were lining them up literally beside me. And dead giveaway. So as the line went on, because they were lining, they were finally lining us up to, like, move out, mm-hmm. they, uh, this is the part that fucking gets me every fucking time. They started putting our phones in bags like those sealed bags they just cannot get into. And this was mm-hmm. pre like getting to the theater. Everyone was like phones and bags. And it was like, wait, what? Like, what are you talking about? Why? Um, in my head, I'm like, of course this is happening. I know that this is happening. I was just not expecting it to happen literally this early. Cause mm-hmm. then like the group beside me was not put through that line of like, oh, let's put your phones in a bag, but they were like mm. allowed to keep their phones and then ushered toward the red carpet. And I was like, right next to me? Are you fucking like, is this a joke? Like, am I just not the main character in this fucking story? <laughs> this is, you are for sure an extra in this story where it was like the main character, like, walked. The, this was the main character's fanfic uh, dream. I was just like, I'm sorry, this is my reader insert moment. What the fuck is happening? Like, (laughs) rude. Very rude. Whoever's Mm -hmm. writing me, Mm -hmm. fucked up. Rude. Fucked up. Yeah. What the? Um, So we get, like, 
we got our phones taken away. So for the next like hour and a half after we're in the theater, we're basically like separated from the main celebrity area. So there were two floors to the theater, the top floor where we were at, all the fans. And to be fair to this company, I get it. There were hundreds of us. Mm -hmm. It would have been a fucking hazard if they had even dared let us try to meet people or get a picture with anybody, right? And this is like an event that they're running literally side by side, the premiere. Like it wasn't their job to sort of, I don't know, like get us to mingle. It was their job to keep mm -hmm. us separate so that the premiere could actually happen. And we could just like be there as spectators. Um, so they separate us. We're on the top floor. Everyone that's like part of the crew and the cast and that's actually walking the red carpet. Still don't know if it's like the people that walked before from like our fan event were included in that. I think not. But mm. I don't know. I haven't seen any tweets. Um, but the bottom part was like where everything was. So like the bathrooms and then obviously the entrance to the theater and the entrance to the bottom side where mm. all the cast, all the crew was sitting. So it's like, we're in the theater. It's an hour and a half of just nothing, a terrible fucking YouTube playlist. And I know it's a YouTube playlist because they were like live songs. And I was so <laughs> oh, confused because I was like, what the fuck? Whatever. Whoever curated the playlist was just like, in their own little world. It was great. <laughs> they were doing their thing. I respect it. Um, and then just like the fucking movie screen was just a very annoying loop of The Last of Us like logo. Just whatever. And again, they left us. Yeah, the, they did the same thing, but it was like, so you have no phone. So you're just sitting yeah. there like. What the fuck do I do? for an hour and a half and we're all just like what is happening because they were obviously running late you know every fucking mm -hmm. premiere runs late duh of course um as it always does um but it was like an hour and a half it was like i think at that point we were like 15 minutes late and i'd gone fucking crazy i'd gone downstairs to the bathroom and i <laughs> i just stopped before going back upstairs and i just like sat like sat stood there in like the intersection and just like people watch for a little bit i was mm -hmm. like i need to i need to fucking i just need to i need to like people watch i cannot go back upstairs security was on me the second that i fucking stood there someone Gosh. approached me contact with me approached me and was like i'm sorry are you waiting on someone and i was like yeah totally fucking waiting on someone and then they promptly <laughs> like left me alone but i was like jesus fucking christ like what if if i do anything that they deem like wrong i can get kicked out so i was terrified Jeez. now looking back at it i'm like i should have just fucking stayed there for the as long as it fucking took um but here's the kicker i came back downstairs a little bit later and just because i was like bored and fucking snooping as hell but mm. there was nobody coming in from the show that i recognized at the very least and i was like this is very fucking weird um mm. and i was like it got to a point where i was like the cast cannot be here like there's no way in fucking hell that they're here because I haven't seen anybody mm -hmm. and I haven't heard anything. And to add insult to injury, when the premiere finally started, they didn't introduce the cast. They just sort of 
uh, Neil and uh, Craig gave their speeches. Somebody else from HBO or Warner gave a speech, and that was it. Nothing else. Jeez. And I was just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're not going to – you're not even going to prove to me that this man is real by calling <laughs> his name and, like, making him stand in the front of, like, whatever. I was prepared to, like, cheer my fucking little heart out. Oh, no. And you're not even going to yeah. give me that. So I'm just like there after like an hour and a half, finally watching the show. Loved it, by the way. The show is fucking great. Um, Watching it on a big screen, incredible. So cool. Um, Just writing my little notes on my stupid little notebook, you know, (laughs) in the dark, as one does. Um, And then that was kind of it. The end of it was very much like the coolest part, I guess I could say, because I was we had to stick around. I'm going to assume, and this is just purely my assumption, because I can't, there's no way of knowing, at least from from my angle, that because Pedro was there with family, they left early, or they left the second that it ended. Mm. Um, Because I'm just like, that just seems the most logical to me uh, in terms of if someone's going to get mobbed, it's going to be him, you know? Yeah. So we're like, lights come back up, everyone's like, congratulations, cheering, shaking hands, talking, whatever, congregating, I guess you could say. And they're not letting us leave until everybody downstairs leaves. <laughs> so they're like, literally the organizers were like, we're so sorry, you guys, but um, you, like, you can't leave until the celebrities leave. And I was like, what are you talking about? You can't even go to the bathroom until the celebrities leave. What? what? Actual fuck. There were a lot of people that I saw that were at, at the premiere who were complaining about the exact same thing. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, at the very least, we're all in like agreement that this was fucked up and stupid. Um, and it, I get it. Again, I understand from a, an industry perspective. I'm like, yes, you cannot just let like hundreds of fans run free, n- fully knowing that the people that they're here to see are downstairs. Right. And there's like not enough security to sort of control that avalanche. I understand. Still kind of fucked up that they made us wait. And the people were not leaving. So so I kept peering over the edge because I'm was i a very fucking nosy bitch. And <laughs> there were just like people, some people left. But then like, for example, Troy Baker, Ashley Johnson, Laura Bailey. I saw Bella Ramsey at some point. They were all just there talking, just Mm-hmm. congregated talking and i was like i love you you're so beautiful you're incredible you're real Aww. please leave so that i can go home because <laughs> i'm angry <laughs> mm-hmm. slash mm-hmm. if i can run out of here fast enough maybe i'll catch a glimpse of my man but that's just not fucking happening at this point so i'm like pissed the rage is just slowly bubbling up and like my brain's trying to pretend like it's not that big of a deal or like the experience was not that bad Mm-hmm. And then just like the full on um, avalanche of people trying to leave after they're like, okay, guys, you can finally fucking leave was insane. Um, we stuck around for a little bit. They gifted us things. So I have my show and tell. Um, they gifted <laughs> us a cute little necklace pendant, like firefly necklace pendant. That's cute, whatever. They gifted mm-hmm. us a poster that's very fucking raggedy. Um, but I, I have it and I have to pay for it. Um, and that was pretty much it. That was it. That was my consolation prize for the, he- the, the, the horrible, horrible fucking shit storm of an event. 
um i did get to like see ashley johnson really fucking closely um and i was like this is the best thing that's ever happened to me and i <laughs> was like i lived in vancouver for a while so vancouver celebrity culture is very much like they're there you just don't interact they're just normal people so she like passed by me a couple of times and i was just like i don't want to say anything because i don't want to like be a bitch or like interrupt your fucking beautiful ass night um but then the dude that i was with that i like struck up conversation with literally was um talking to neil Druckmann, the last of us creator the, the night hottie? before yeah i'm pretty sure yeah neil Druckmann is yes. such a hottie I, i'm obsessed he with is. how hot neil he Druckmann was is. wearing <laughs> the nicest fucking blue suit and he was like he looked fucking fly as hell so the dude that I was like sitting next to and like that I had struck conversation with I was talking to Neil Druckmann the night prior and they were like, if you can, if you're there, like come find me, we'll take a picture. So like we're mm -hmm. there, Neil Druckmann's there, we're kind of shuffling out and he like takes his shot, takes a fucking picture with Neil. Neil takes out his phone and takes a picture of the two of them because we still don't have our phones back. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus. how is this? How is this motherfucker living the dream that I'm supposed to be living? <laughs> and in front of me, to add insult to injury, I was just like, yeah, there, there's the hottie yes. himself. Neil Can you find a picture of him at the premiere? That suit yeah, 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 was yeah, fucking yeah. beautiful. I'm, I, hey, I'm gonna do something great for this podcast. So if anyone's trying to be like, hey, copyright, I'm about to just go to Getty currently and get this image, and I'll credit the photographer and Getty. So Getty, you're getting paid for what I'm about to do. So fully relax oh if you God. try and yell at me. Because I don't want Getty to be like, this or Yeah, and I'm paying for it. So, like, you can relax. Mm -hmm. Let's mm -hmm. see. Neil Druckmann. Keep talking. He, there are no pictures of Neil Druckmann on. <laughs> Getty. No. What? No. He is really, like, he's really hot. Um, so we shuffle out. It's kind of stopped raining. Um, but it's, like, like, 10 p.m. or some shit. Mm -hmm. uh, what I finally put together after I was given my phone back and took some stupid pictures outside of the theater because it wouldn't even oh, let wait, us take I have pictures that. inside. Okay. I got, I got you. I got you. Here you go. Here are your two pictures. My two pictures? Annoyed. <laughs> so annoyed. Uh, it was great though the carpet was beautiful like i walked through it not through it inside but like through it outside of the little listen so here's a picture of neil Druckmann. credit to jeff jeff kravitz <laughs> who was a contributor of getty i downloaded this image you have my money do not you don't 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 yell at us please don't sue oh our podcast if that was the only photographer working inside because there was this dude running around all fucking night taking pictures of us That'd be Jeff. Looking, that's our boy Jeff. Looking, looking fucking like oh my god we're so happy to be here kill us kill us <laughs> right now that's our boy Jeff. i'm sorry go ahead oh my gosh shout out to <laughs> jeff for uh blinding us a couple of times with that fucking fat ass flash <laughs> <sighs> it was a fucking wild ride anyways after like I think it, at that point it was like two, three hours, mm, four hours probably of just a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. Make it outside. They they literally kicked us out. Like they were, 
They were not letting us stay, waiting for people. They were just like, get the fuck out, leave. Oh, no. <laughs> and to my knowledge, after the fact, uh, they were walking the carpet. They did interviews. They took pictures. Mm-hmm. And there was this little set that they took everyone in. It was in the theater across from the main theater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Um, that's where they took all the official pictures that came out after the the, with the car with the car. I walked past it when I first walked into the street and it was open and I dumbly thought, oh, we're just gonna like go through this as part of like the fan thing, right? Like we're just gonna like get to explore whatever because it's you know there's we're here and I got there at 4 30. Mm-hmm. I think my entrance time was 5 30 that was the cutoff and then the premiere started at seven so i was like we have time what the fuck like there's gotta be something that we gotta do like we're gonna do something um nope that was just set dressing for everyone who was invited express cast crew etc uh my friend was there my friend took pictures there my friend got to like stand in behind the photographers as they took all of the cast pictures. And I I swear to God, I swear to God, like I've been very vocal about it. I'm pretty sure everybody, every meeting that I went to in LA, I was like, so I really want to go to this thing. Is there any way that you can get me in? Mm-hmm. Very, very awfully like hinting at everybody in person and then not being cool at all online, being like, I want to go to this fucking premiere. Somebody get me into this fucking premiere. <laughs> that's me with mando don't worry 100 percent. you should yeah you should totally truly same i'll i'll see you in your mutuals with my friend too and i'll tell her to take you <laughs> thank you thank you so much i desperately like, need to go we should get invited as a yeah, podcast it's, it's, you know, yeah. it's what makes sense it's what makes sense they should we fly know enough people Rachel out. We'll, mm-hmm. we know enough exactly people invite us and give us plus ones on top of that so we can Bring Ashley. <laughs> yeah, yes. Ashley yeah. Ashley, yes. our producer is not here tonight, guys. But uh, in her honor, I do have a picture for yep. Ashley Week when we get to it that she just sent when I was asking for not her suggestion. So she is getting included. And if she cuts this, uh, I'll, I'll cut her. Um, How dare she <laughs> continue? Because I have no control over what goes into this podcast. Um, sorry, I love continue. that. I love that it's your podcast. And yet, you know, <laughs> Katrina and I Out record these and then just go have fun. And yeah, Ashley will be like, Here are the links. And we're like, Great, thank you so much. Ashley's the heart that. of this podcast. Yeah, this podcast <laughs> would not happen without Ashley. Yep. <laughs> Brought to you by Ashley's Like You. <laughs> yep. And that was pretty much it. I shuffled out into the night, waited in a restaurant that was already closed because apparently everything closes at 10. Who the yeah. fuck would have thought? Yeah, everything closes really early in LA. I don't understand why. It's weird. It's so weird. Yeah. It was very odd uh, growing up. Well, not growing up. Spending my 20s in New York and then moving here uh, Mm -hmm. and discovering that things didn't stay open until 4 a.m. Um, If I wanted to, I could order a whole ass pizza right now. And it's 11 here. No one sleeps. The most we get at 11 is like Domino's. And that's if Domino's is feeling generous. Welcome to Los Angeles. New York yeah. City doesn't sleep, baby. It's awful. Baby. 
Mm-hmm. It's awful. And then like the Uber situation was fucking terrible because it oh, was yeah. raining. So mm-hmm. Everything was fucking. And they blocked off the entire street for this event. So prices were just like skyrocketed. Just oh, of purely course. off. Like, there's no street. It's closed down. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, my friend picked me up. I was sad in this restaurant because bar was closed. I couldn't get a drink. Food was kitchen was closed. I couldn't get anything to eat. And they were very nice to like let me just sit and wait. Um, because it was dark and I was alone and people be mm-hmm. weird. And yep. honestly, I was a little afraid, not gonna lie. But it was just mostly just blind rage. Mm-hmm. Blind rage and me tweeting blind rage shit. I don't know. If you if you have my rant, screenshot it. Do not mm-hmm. show it, please. I <laughs> <laughs> You don't want me to show your rant. Okay, hold on. I do have your page still pulled up, so I can, I can uh, see what your rant was. It was not my week. Okay, it was just not my week. It was awful, awful. Mm. And now I'm back home, and like everything's going great. Everything's smooth sailing. I'm doing good. Phenomenal. Yeah, the universe like had to at some point just give me something. To a break. <laughs> yes. yes. Honestly, honestly. Really? Can I have a break? Please, I'm begging. Uh, <laughs> they're like, sure, for a little bit. It's fine. Teeny break just for oh my you. God. Just this tiny, tiny break. But yeah, um, no, that was my experience. I was annoyed. I went <sighs> to LA for one reason and one reason only. And I was literally in the same room as this man. And yet I've never been farther apart from him. It was awful. It was awful. And I'm still angry. Like, I can't even. But now... And listen, Rachel, this is just for you and me, because I'm pretty sure this is how it's going to go down. <laughs> this is going to come to us, Rachel. That's how I'm oh, looking yeah, at it. Is. He's going to come yeah, seek us is. out. We're going to be the ones that he wants to meet with, not the other way around. Like, that's mm-hmm. the, yeah. that's the I energy. mean, Katrina and I have already had that energy with him. Yeah. Like, enough of our friends at Star Wars Celebration were like, hey, I know the Padre Pascal team i know everyone at padre pascal mm-hmm. and he finally like i think to two or three of our friends was like i have to meet these two because all they do is like like i hear about them all the time and we were like yeah she's welcome to yeah we're not we're not hiding the fact that like, you can email us at pedro pascal pod let me let me clarify that before i do that <laughs> pedro pascal pod at gmail.com you can email yes. us pedro pascal's team at pedro pascal pod dot g- at gmail.com Yes, you cannot well, like, miss, that, miss us. We're very easy to find. Well, I'm sorry because uh, the story I'm about to tell is a lot more fun. Um, I I had a so pissed. <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> on the flip side of a horrible premiere event where you basically were drowned outside in the water um, and forced to swim your way to see a premiere and then not see Petra Pascal. I went to an event. I thought maybe he was going to be there because he was supposed to be on Jimmy Fallon, but then he was sick at the premiere. Um, they canceled Jimmy Fallon. So as soon as they canceled Jimmy Fallon, I was like, well, there goes my time um, and my chance. But it was still very fun. So the event itself was like, the, they ruined this movie theater called The Angelica in New York. Not just for the event. Like, it's fine. You could see after some there tonight if you really wanted. Um, like, but So what they did was they basically made it look like the movie theater had stopped in 2003. And so Ooh. you're standing outside and these people walk up and like, so outside is like all like there, there's like trees and broken like branches and all this stuff all over the wall and it has like Fedra tells you the signs and then over the Fedra logo is like 
spray painted when you're lost in the dark look for the light and stuff like that uh, lost in the darkness but like whatever the quote is is spray painted on the wall and so you're like we were standing outside and all these people were like filming and so then the girl behind me was like a manager at tiktok and had a bunch of influencers coming to this thing and so i was already like here we fucking go so we're like standing there so everyone has their like fucking flashlight cameras out and all this kind of stuff and i was there with my friend sophie who again i've talked about sophie twice now on this podcast sophie's gonna come on she's the reason that like i got to see the game play through they don't have a playstation and i'm also bad at video games played through both parts for me um i love sophie very much so whenever we were talking about the show I said any New York events that happened, Sophie's my plus one. Because Sophie was the one who kind of, like, helped me get into all this. Mm. So I was like, uh, do you want to come to this event with me? And so she was like, yeah, I'm down. So we're walking. We're, like, standing outside. I, like, bought a whole outfit. I, like, tried to look all cute. And it really fucking matter. No one was there. It was just, like, me and Sophie. I could have worn jeans and a t-shirt. But fine. But we're, so we're, like, going in and they're like there's these two fireflies they're like the one girl had her phone and the the guy like walks up and goes what's that device and like we're on the street so we didn't know it had started i guess and so we're all just standing here we were like uh and she's like my phone he's like does that work with with fedra we were like bruh you no one has explained this whole world (laughs) to us like i like we knew because we were like yeah like we get the world of the show get it i had seen it so i was like we all get it but we it was just like one of those things we were like my dude huh and so then we're like we go in right and you walk through the like they made the like box office all mossy looking and there's like broken trees and stuff which was really cool but they had security all standing there and i was like i need all of you to get off these stairs so i could take a picture out here uh because this looks really cool but you're all in my way um, mm-hmm. So then you get rushed through, they, like, do a metal detector or whatever. And as soon as we walk in, there's a fallen down, like, Big Fish poster. And I was like, uh, that's so cool. Like, I love Big Fish. That's one of my favorite movies. Like, that rules. Like, I don't know why Big Fish should be down. And then I slowly realized all the memorabilia was 2003. Um, and I was like, that's dope as shit. So you walk in and, like, they have these two guys who are pretending to be fireflies. And they're like, we need to test you for to make sure you don't have cordyceps. Uh, here's the thing. What if you just tested me for COVID and so I made sure I can just like not wear my mask the entire time and not have to worry about it for three days? Like, <laughs> we're not out of a pandemic and you guys were like fake testing us for a disease. I was like, there's a real one. It could have just like, I don't know, done one of those quick old rapid tests and made sure we were all cool. Um, and I would have stood there and waited so I could eat my popcorn and drink these drinks in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, but so then we're like, the guy goes, she's in the clear. And they gave us that same necklace that you got i had that ah. same time so when you held it up i was like oh well because they gave that was how they knew you were a firefly oh um, my god they should so have like, like flash tattoos just like oh i would have i would have that would have been so good oh well we had mm-hmm. like a stamp that was the firefly but i would have <sighs> like if, if they had like a legit flash tattoo thing and like you can get a tattoo i would have had a last last of us tattoo yeah like go ahead tattoo me um, and so, like, they gave us this, which I wore for a hot second, which it just says, the last of us. Uh, but so then you, like, walk in, and they have little kind of, like, places you can walk around. And it was, like, a radio station. And then when you went to the radio, the girl was like, what do you know about radio frequent or radios? And I was like, there's something about frequencies. And she was like, yeah. And so, 
I had to like be like New York to Boston, New York to Boston and say some shit. Um, and then listen for the music. And if it was 80, she was like, no, and would run. And then the other girl was doing a map. And so she would like came up to me and it was very funny because she goes, oh, where did you come from? And I was like, all right, I'll do where I'm from. I'm not going to be like Queens. So like, <laughs> I'll do where I was born. So I was like, oh, Pittsburgh. And she goes, is there a firefly station near there? And so I was like, I'm going, I'm, uh, listen, ma'am, I was a theater major, I'm going fully in. So I was like, yeah, in, Cran- uh, in Cranberry. And my friend is next to me and goes, you couldn't think of a real name of a city? I was like, that's literally a city. And she's like, no, it's not. I was like, it is a city outside of Pittsburgh. It's called Cranberry. And she like, the entire time I was trying to take this seriously, she was fighting me on the fight of Cranberry. I was, I was like, Cranberry is a real city. My mom used to drop her car off there every day and then commute with her friend. Like, it's a real oh place God. outside of Pittsburgh. Um, and so then it's pitch dark and foggy in this fucking, like, how they made the lobby of the Angelica look. And this girl's like, okay, here's the stamp. Just, like, push it down and stamp on the map where it is. Which, like, if you look at the Instagram video, you can see, like, my stamp. But I'm also like, it was so dark and you wanted me to find where Pittsburgh was on a map. So I was, like, <laughs> I was like, well, this is Philly, so it's Eastern PA, so we're going to go down and over. And I'm, like, trying to find it, and my friend's not helping me. She was like, is it over there? I was like, yeah, thanks. I got it. It's over there. I just can't. I'm like, I'm in Maryland trying to figure out how to get back up to Pittsburgh. And so then, like, I walked around, and so they had – I lost my mind. I made people move out of the way of this picture of this movie poster because I, it was still when I was figuring out that everything was 2003 themed. Um, and all of a sudden like the posters are like on the ground. So you're like, Oh, it's like, cause it's raggedy and like no one's been there. So they're all messed up. They had a poster of the movie secondhand lions. Um, and there were people standing in front of it, like people who worked that event. And I went, excuse me, can you move? No one else that whole night took a picture in front of this Lions poster except for me. I was like, can you get out of my way? Um, and they had posters of like the Matrix uh, Revolution was on the wall because that was 2003. They had a news clipping, which was my favorite part. I didn't even see this. I saw this on Twitter. Um, had a news clipping with an ad for The Machinist. I used to say The Machinist, but my friend made fun of me when I said The Machinist. Um, for The Machinist, which came out in January of, tw- of 2004. So it would have started to promote at that point. So I was like, that's a really cool touch that they were like, this movie came out in January. Like it would, people would have started to kind of promote it. Um, and so then you like, you walk up and you get your rations, which this, first of all, they had so many mushroom themed drinks, which in retrospect is weird. Um, what? It was all mushroom themed. It was very strange. I'll get to the oh. drink part. Uh, but so we're walking up. Uh, for the rations and this poor man who's just trying to do his job and acting goes here's your rations from uh their fedra rations but this would be fine and they were popcorn and there was truffle popcorn so the mushroom and butter popcorn my friend got handed the truffle and i got the butter and so i just like stole the truffle from her and was like you can take the butter as a bit knowing if she really wanted the truffle i would either trade back or like the guy would offer it this poor man goes we have enough rations that you guys can have whatever you want. And then she was, no, I want the butter. She's just being at, like, we are friends. Like, this is okay. Um, and then so you, like, walk around the corner, and they're like, watch out. There's a clicker around the corner, and it's, like, a photo kind of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you walk through, and you get in line, and then you get a picture with this clicker where my friend told me to go ahead and just do a peace sign with him. 
So <laughs> I just went, okay, and threw up a peace sign uh, with the clicker. Because, and I think she, like, was eating popcorn. Like, we were just like, I'm not taking a serious pictures. All of these influencers are going to be here. Like, here's my beautiful picture. <laughs> we were like, <laughs> um, and so then they're like, okay, once you take, once you uh, fight off the clicker, I forget what he said. He's like, you're going to go downstairs and you're going to find Charlie. And he's going to tell you, how, like, what you need to do to be a firefly. Um, and so you walk and it's like on, spray painted on the wall says, when you're lost in the darkness and then when you turn the corner the lobby normally has like chairs and like chandeliers and like nice food, like croissants and stuff that you can eat and then you go down this you check in and you go down this huge escalator downstairs and all the movie theaters are downstairs they're not really mm -hmm. tiny but it's it's the angelica it's like for the vibe mm -hmm. in this one you turn and they blocked off the escalator so you had to like walk down the stairs that also exist Mm. Um, and so you kept going and you turned and then it was this real big open area, which is normally how you leave the theater. Um, and it said, uh, they had spray painted, look for the light on the big wall, like as you're going down the stairs. And so then like, we go down and find Charlie, which is just a bunch of guys taking our phones. So we also had our phones taken and they kept being like, make sure you like have your alarm shut off, make sure you shut your thing off. And we were there, we sat there for like a half an hour, but it was like, I at least had my friend. We were just like yeah. chit-chatting and talking and stuff. Um, it did become a game. And like, they had this really cool setup. And this is what kind of like, I like snuck over and took a picture with it. And they like said it was fine at the end. They had this really cool, nice setup and picture thing. But they took all of our phones and they instantly took them. Like, it wasn't like we could go and take a picture with it. They were just like, here, I'm putting your phone in this bag. And then I panicked because the guy goes, do you have AirPods? My AirPods were in my bag in the box. Like, I was like, yeah. And he goes, oh, I, I need your AirPods Ugh. put in here. And I was like, what do you think I'm going to do? Just call someone and they can hear it? Like, it has, that may, that means nothing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I, it's not connected. And I was like, okay. But I panicked. Meanwhile, my friend had, like, an Apple. <laughs> she had, like, all of her shit on her. She just like, put it in her bag. Um, so, like, you go, I got a cup, it's out there. And like, they gave us like a last of us little, it's a regular cup, but it's a little bit stronger plastic. So you can like keep it um, for sodas and everything. Like you have water, you can go get a soda. And then like, we're sitting in there and it became a game of who has a watch. So mm. I watched someone at the front, find someone with a watch and be like, what time is it? And so he laughed and like said it to her. So at that point I had, I like clocked him. I was like, okay, we have like 15 minutes. And so then like we were sitting there for a while. We were sitting there for a while and no one had asked this man again. So I couldn't hear. So then I started being like, I was like looking for a watch. Um, and the girl behind me had a watch and she like freaked out and goes, Oh my God, I forgot I had a watch. And this guy looked at me and finally went, Oh my God, I thought you were so weird. And then I realized none of us have watches or clocks or anything. I was like, yeah, I don't know. I I cannot tell you what time it is right now. Um, and so she was like, oh, we have like four minutes. I was like, thanks. But so like we watched the show, which <laughs> there was a guy in the audience. So first of all, all of my screeners, it said first, last name for the, like, who did things. Like it said like Pedro Pascal, Bella Ramsey, created by Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann. But for everyone else's name, it just said first, last name. So seeing the real names, I literally was cheering. And I, like, told my friend. And we were like, woo, first, last name. <laughs> and, like, oh, God. Like, because it was the, their actual names for once. Um, 
but so we're sitting in there and this guy is watching it and so now that you know everyone's seen the episode when the dog is like staring at the old lady he was like oh no they always fucking know out loud so we all heard this, this commentary and we were like he's not wrong so then it gets to like when the plane is going down and he's like man this shit's crazy <laughs> so we're all like everyone who's like no knows the game or played the game is like trying not to laugh because we're like this guy's about to have an experience um if he's like this shit's crazy we're like oh no um but it was just like very funny how like he was like he like stopped talking after a while and i was like all right, well, I guess you're just watching it and enjoying it, but he had, like, a little running commentary going through the whole beginning section, and I loved it for him. I was so happy. Um, so after we, we go, we take our phones out. Everyone was just walking by this thing, and me and my friend were like, can we go take pictures of that? And the guy was like, yeah, sure. We had to, like, fight through people to do it, and he, like, it was a security guard who let us through, so it was clearly, like, he wasn't going to tell us to move. He was like, go ahead and take pictures, and so we took him, and then I asked my friend to take my picture. So it was like this really cool mossy setup with the poster and everything. And mm. they put it in the very bottom of this theater. And like, yeah, you're like, but why? Why would you not? Yeah, that's a choice. Put it. Yeah, like, look, I mean, on the one hand, I guess I get it. You're just kind of being like, we're trying our best to like get everyone in and out, yada, yada, yada. But the reality is, like, no. Like, a photo op, the thing that people would be like, hi, yes, this is what I want to, like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, this is the thing that people would want to see and, like, put on Instagram so then people come to this event. You're hiding. Mm -hmm. So it's just weird. Um, And so then, like, we go back upstairs and they're like, okay, everybody. Uh, here's what we're doing. Uh, we're going to have a past app situation, uh, which 90% of it was mushroom themed. Again, weird. Yeah. Strange. Weird. (laughs) Like, first of all, this guy told me it was fried chicken and I ate chicken and waffles and it was a mushroom. my dude he just like yeah it's chicken and waffles and it was straight up a mushroom and i was like okay and then they had this really nice chocolate thing like they had like it was good all the food was great but it was very much like why is everything mushroom themed after we just watched a show where like a mushroom fungus disease (laughs) took over the world and so like i walked up and the drinks were like wine beer or this mushroom martini and i said no thank you i want a glass of wine my stupid friend Sophie goes, I, I, like, this girl was legitimately standing in, in front of us in line. She had tried the mushroom thing. She goes, I did not like that drink. I returned it and asked them to make me something else. And my dumbass friend goes, I'll try the mushroom drink. And I was like, this girl is telling you <laughs> to not do it. And she's like, I'll try it. So then she gets it. There's, like, everyone was, like, trying to do the event that we had already kind of done. So we were like, well, we've already seen everything. Why don't we just go sit where there's no one so like i was like i'll take my mask off and i can sit and like drink and we can talk and whatnot mm-hmm. we ended up right in front of the door with all the past apps so like every time they came out we were the first people sitting there and i was like cool we're just getting all of the food uh, i love this for us um and so then like she drinks this drink and goes oh, it's just 
it's so bad. You need to try it. And I was like, why do you, why? Why do you want me to try this drink? That you, try you told this, me it's is horrible. bad. Another girl told me it was bad. And I tried it and I was like, yeah, it tastes exactly what I thought a mushroom martini would taste like. Like there's nothing left to the imagination. It tastes like a mushroom martini. Um, and like the, the one thing I am, I wish they had was like at the LA premiere, they had like the cups that lit up and all that kind of stuff. And like, I for like the what? for like the after party, and so I was like, oh yeah, I was like, I wish I was like, I kind of wish like they had more of those things, but like overall, it was like a really fun experience. But it's like it was a fun experience if you know the show and you know the game. So like my friend, I was so glad I got to bring her because like she was having the time of her life because this is her favorite game. So she was like running around taking pictures of all this stuff. Like they had a backpack hanging on the thing. She was taking a picture. She asked someone how to get a beanie. That they had that just said the last of us and this girl goes oh they like give us the stuff and she's like oh but like how can i get one your stuff is like how can i get one of those and so it was like it's it was very fun like i genuinely had a very fun time and i liked doing that event it was just like one of those things where i was like the way it was set up as like, you should just like, the, like, I get it. Like you want influencers to like the night I went, like it's not a night to judge because it was press and influencers. They wanted people to write and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Obviously I wrote about like, it's what they want to, you to do. But I do wish that like they slightly prioritized like fans of the game who knew the story. Because mm-hmm. it is one of those things where it's like that experience is enriched tenfold if you knew the story. Because, like, walking through, like, if some guy's like, let me test you, and you came off the street and you don't know jack shit about The Last of Us, you're like, for COVID? Like, what are you testing me for? Mm-hmm. So, like, um, that was, like, I, like, I think they, like, my friend Jenna went, and she loved it because she played the game. Um, and so, like, I, it it was just, like, an, everyone I know who went to it knew the game. So I'd be very interested to see who, if people went and they didn't know the game and how they kind of experienced it. But yeah, the event was fun. Um, he was not there, so I also didn't know. I've seen him once in the flesh from very far away and had the same reaction as I did when, hold on, is it in here? I got to scroll up and see if my, I don't. Yep. You have to have um, it. I, I had a similar, I had a similar reaction to this when he appeared and I saw him in the flesh. It wasn't fully <laughs> as bad as Harrison Ford, but it was close. Um I, I had a feeling that Pedro Pascal would be there, so I was a little bit more mentally prepared than when Harrison Ford walked out, and I just had seen the love of my life in the flesh for the first time. <laughs> um, also, because I'm here, never forget my picture with John Favreau. Um, <laughs> still the funniest picture I've ever taken. Um, I wish I could explain quickly how this picture came to be, but it's fine. I told Dave Filoni, you make Pittsburgh proud. And then did not talk to John Favreau, who I love so, so, so much. <laughs> I just took a picture with him. And he looked at me and I was like, bye. <laughs> right on. But I had like talked to Dave Filoni. Um, it was crazy. J- D- for sure, John Favreau was like, this girl's nuts. She didn't even talked to me. And was like just chatting up Dave. And I was like, I'm too nervous. I love Chef. Um, also, <sighs> I'm doing this in Underrated honor masterpiece. Of- mm-hmm. I love Chef. In honor of what I just went on, uh, we got a tangent. Um, we go on enough tangents that the whole 
little thing dedicated to it. Um, and so, yeah, those are the events that we got to experience, not us getting interviews with Pedro Pascal or him being on the podcast. But, the one you know, thing that mattered. Yeah. Nothing of it was happening. Nothing. But it was still, it was still like, I mean, speaking for myself, it was still worth it on my end just because, like, going to that was really fun. I like events like that because, again, I was a theater major, so I like, you know, the those... theatrics. Yeah. <laughs> I like the theatrics. I like kind of doing that stuff. And so it was worth it on that end. Um, I do wish, like, I wish the cup was like a plastic cup so I could be like have that cup and it not be like mm. a weird paper cup that is probably going to go bad mm. sooner rather than later. Um, but yeah, I, I, I genuinely had fun, which I think is a very contrast reaction yeah. to my event versus your event. It, still like strikes me really harshly because i'm just like why have a fan event or like why advertise a fan event if you just don't care right like press i understand why press got such a cool experience but at the same time like we had time we had it should have been at least you guys getting to walk through and then like yeah having if you guys were upstairs completely on your own it should have been having someone come upstairs when it was closer to time and being like, okay, yeah. guys, we have to like lock up your phones. Like, mm-hmm. sorry, at the end, come down here. Like, doing that and making you guys sit there for that long and not have your phones. Like, there's only a couple of times, um, like I've had my phone locked. Like, then my phone was locked away during this, and someone's alarm kept going off, and we were like, Jesus, Christmas. So, uh, someone's phone kept going off, and we were just kind of like, oh my goodness, why? Like this is why like first of all your someone's phone's always gonna go off because they'll say oh, an alarm and then their alarm will go off because instead of just double checking they just said they didn't have one um and so it was like annoying because you could hear them trying to hit it in the bag so that the alarm would shut off and we were mm. like it's just gonna snooze it <laughs> the alarm's gonna go off again in like 10 minutes thankfully it was at like the end of the episode so it was like all right like and i knew so i'm sitting there like it's almost over dude like relax like Yes, it's annoying, but, like, I was afraid this guy was going to get up and try and get it, like, go shut it off. And I was like, the, literally, you have, like, five minutes left at this episode. Just snooze it one more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, like, that, they should have just waited. Like, the fact that you guys sat there for hours without phones is what yeah. kind of just boggles my mind. Because there's no reason for it. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that pissed me off was... I'm pretty sure they were live streaming the red carpet, right? Mm. Or there was like so. enough, I don't remember. I don't think it was a live stream. But I think there was enough like constant car- uh, coverage. Okay. Right. Because almost- I was like, they had us in front of a giant ass screen for an hour and a half. They could have just, at the very least, live streamed the whole fucking thing that was happening outside, right? Yeah. Like that would have been great. Yeah, we we also had the loop. That's why when you said the loop, we also mm. just had the loop that like yeah. was just the screen and it almost i told my friend who i went with because my friend sophie when she played through the game on her live stream at one point she just like put on the like loading screen which is the the window with the curtain blowing and yeah. went to do something and so it's, i watched that for like 20 minutes and so i said i was like i feel like i'm watching your live stream and she's like wow i was like it's the same fucking music 
it's like yeah. all I need is a window with a curtain going like this and then it's like I'm watching the live stream again and she was like oh yeah it really is just like I was like yeah I'm gonna scream and then start showing this show um but yeah, it's like they should have at least had something for you guys if, if not like it, like you guys couldn't go take pictures or be on the carpet they should have at least had somewhere where you guys could sit and hang out yeah in the because like or not make you guys go in first make you guys yeah. be the last people and be like hurry 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 sit granted like when i did seat filling for the tonys we had to get there super early and because they had to be like here's what you can and cannot do about but we had our phone so we were like sitting there we could all take pictures we were like getting our tonys pictures in before like all these people came and it was like I don't know maybe you guys need to vet more like that like we had to do an interview for that like the guy had to call me and be like why do you want to be a tony seat filler and i had to be like oh like i was a performance theater major i always wanted to go to the tonys mm-hmm. so like it was, it was a dream of mine so like doing a seat filling is kind of cool because it's what i always wanted and he was like oh okay and like i know it's so many steps to do something that is a simple fan event but if you're that afraid of people being interactive with anybody then vet them better don't let yeah. anybody in like you have you have the iota profiles with your picture and information for a reason like exactly start calling people or like have someone whose job is to like super vet people and like look at their social media like i'm sure there were like incel men who got to go to this because it was just like oh this guy he he won the raffle but like if you're that afraid you could have done like four more levels of i know it's a lot of work with a premiere um, and I fully get it. Like, I know how the red carpets and, like, working the press line work. Mm-hmm. And it is chaotic because a lot of the time, like, they don't even know the, all the different moving parts, which is where issues like that happens. Well, on a lighter note, now you get to talk about the Mandalorian trailer. Yes. <laughs> Hooray! We made it! <laughs> we made it. So, Katrina, Katrina, like, you take <laughs> Well, first and foremost, I will say like the 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 one thought I had during the fan events while watching it, like uh, like when Iko says that it was raining, um, that is not an understatement. We we like had a typhoon going on that week, and Ashley and I did not get those tickets. And I looked outside and I was like, okay, like it's it's the first premiere <laughs> that I've missed where I'm like, you know what? That's all right. That wasn't meant for me. Um, so I totally, I totally sympathize with you. Like it was not, it was not fun. Like LA was flooding. Like we were just learning big lessons about our infrastructure that week. Um, so it was, it was pretty rough, but yeah. So uh, one of the other things that did happen uh, this past week was that um, the new trailer for the Mandalorian uh, season three just dropped and we got some really good shots and very good looks at uh at what we can expect um this of course being one of my favorites i just i love seeing mando just being a cuddly dad like he's just taking his (laughs) son out for a ride in his little hot rod and it's it's so sweet you know and i like that yeah i love they're back together yes who haven't fucking watched the book of boba fett I'm sorry Listen. that you think it's a bad idea to do a character reunition, a character reuniting with another character in a different show. I don't give two shits. They're all connected. So go watch the Book of Boba Fett, because how are you watching one Star Wars thing but not the other Star Wars thing? 
like mm-hmm. listen i know like i'm i'm not caught up on all the animated shows but i also go and do my research so if you guys are going to sit there on the internet and be mad that a live action show connects to another live action show and you're missing the little chapters it, they're called the book and a Boba Fett, and all of the episodes of Mandalorian are like chapter ten. So, like, use your brain. Clearly, they're connected further than just being part of the same fucking universe. And watch it. So- I think that argument is funny simply because most of the people who are making it are like comics pros, and I'm like, it's exactly like comics, especially Star Wars comics, where like you have to read Darth Vader, the third run of the Darth Vader comic, by the way completely different from the first Darth Vader comic or the second Darth Vader comic, all three of which are titled Darth Vader, but are completely different stories. You have to read chapter seven of that and chapter 47 of Star Wars. And then you have to read this five issue, like Leia side story. And then you know where Afra came from. (laughs) But it's also one of those things where like, do you know how many times like a comic book will have like a little asterisk and be like, this is from Thor number four. And it's like made in like 19... 75 i'm like four number four you want me to go 30 <laughs> years back in time and like get that comic book like what the fuck so like, i mean i i get the complaints but it's also just like we live in the age of wikipedia we live in the age yeah. of google and we live in an age where recaps are just going to take care of it and go like no not only on that like same flag. day spoilers yeah like do not give Listen, no, no, no. We're not giving those people complaining. I'm. So, if you genuinely have not had time to watch Book of Boba Fett, it's been a fucking year. I, yes. you, you could have found time to watch however many episodes in a year. I'm so sorry, but like, there are general complaints about the Book of Boba Fett that make sense, but yeah. they make sense because people have watched the fucking show. I don't mm-hmm. want to hear these fucking complaints about people who are like, "Well, I didn't know that they were about to." You didn't watch a television show that is part of a shared universe. Mm-hmm. How is that my fault? And here's why I'm not giving them credit, like not letting them slide, because you know it's like no. So many times those are the kind of dudes who would be like, girls don't like comics. They don't know anything. Meanwhile, I'm like, these two are father and son. They got together because Din Jarin was like, here's a little baby chainmail made out of best car. Do you want to come with me? And Luke was like, do you want to come with him? And Grogu went, uh-huh. And he flew a little fucking plane to help his dad. So, like, I'm sorry, but if you are going to sit there and tell me that, like, if I have to prove that I like a fucking franchise and I have to, like, be like, oh, I love Spider-Man. I know a lot about Spider-Man. And they're like, uh, issue number 45. I don't, shut the fuck up. You don't get to talk about having to watch the book of Boba Fett in order to understand the Mandalorian. If you didn't watch the Mandalorian and you watch the book of Boba Fett, it also wouldn't make any fucking sense. They're a part of a whole fucking storyline in a bigger universe. Granted, you don't have to watch Andor to make these two shows make sense. You don't have, I hit a straw in my Italian arm flailing. You don't have to watch Andor or Obi-Wan to make this make sense. And you don't even have to watch Obi-Wan to make Andor make sense. But there mm-hmm. are things that you have to watch in order to make these things all connect. And so it's like, I don't know where these galaxy brain fucking people are coming out of the woodworks to be like, <laughs> oh, what is broken with it? It's not that hard to get. No, it's not. Sometimes I feel like a lot of people just kind of want to complain. Like, like this is, I guess, maybe going to be a little spicy, but like, one of the like very 
one of the complaints I'm kind of like about every time I see somebody talking about The Last of Us is like, oh, another zombie show. Oh, another pandemic show. And it's like, you could just choose not to do it, not to talk about it. Like you can you sit here and be negative about it. That's like your prerogative and stuff. It's just, you just look silly saying that because no matter what you do, humanity will always be fascinated with these general subjects. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't know. But going back to it, I just think, I think, you know, like it's, it's not something that I think people are going to have a huge problem with. I think that in the, the recap, it's just going to be like previously on the book of Boba Fett episodes, blah and blah, like you have to watch it. And if you don't want to watch it now, you know what it is. Cause it's in the recap. And if you skip the recap, that's your problem. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, whatever. I don't know. I just feel like we've entered this age of like non-complaints. Cause like, I don't know. We're all. Mostly I'll hit you back up. up when the season comes out because I think that's my gonna be my dad. When yeah. the fuck did this happen? And I'm gonna have to yeah. be like, yeah. we watch this come together. Came <laughs> out, like, yeah, my dude. Mm -hmm. uh, also, don't don't call the Last of Us a zombie show around Neil Druckmann. I learned that exactly. recently. Neil Druckmann, the Neil Druckmann's they're like, not, not zombies. No, no, they're <laughs> the infected. They're clickers, etc. But like, but here here's the thing. Also, that and the final thing I will say about that particular complaint um in order to understand a lot of the deeper things about the mandalorian you needed to watch clone wars episode 42 clone wars episode 12 clone wars this and that to go to know where people are coming from and who they are and why they're important like if you didn't know who bo katan was when she showed up in the show like you'd have to go back and watch it and i think what? that like People who are longtime Star Wars fans that just want reasons to complain about the Book of Boba Fett um, are saying that. And it's like, you literally did that so that you could understand this show. Like, that's how it is with a John Favreau and Dave Filoni project. They pull mm -hmm. out their, their toys from other shows and they put them in this show. And you have to know who those toys are or else, you know, you don't. Well, it's just... We're gonna talk about Australia, but I just want to like it's just one of those things where I'm like, listen, and even if you don't do your own research, yeah, I do. I there are so many there are so many comic characters that I don't know that much about because again, I grew up in a DC household and I've kind of learned my Marvel through my friends and like Marvel all on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, minus Spider Man, I've we've always been Spider Man family, but so learn like I go and I do my research, like I look up these comics or I like. If I, if I have it on my Marvel Unlimited, I'll, like, go through it really quick and read what I can't. Like, you should be doing the same thing with Star Wars. So, like, if you don't know why that is, that's no one's problem but your own. Mm -hmm. yeah. You clearly missed something. Go ahead and do your little research and go and see what you missed. Because why is it my fault that you didn't watch something? It's not mm -hmm. anymore. And so now, here's Grogu in a ship. With his big old ears. Yay. Baby. What a good baby. He's such a good oh baby. Oh He's the bestest boy. Best um, little yeah, baby so, in the world. So let me do a real quick rundown on trailer and then I want to ask you why you sent me some of these pictures. Huh. I want to know what I want to know your breakdown. What you're thinking. So the trailer is uh, basically just more of kind of like what we got with that first trailer, but it's just Din talking about like going to become a Mandalorian again because you know he's part of a cult and he can't get his little ass out of it. And so he's like, <laughs> I have to go to Mandalore so I can get out of this cult I'm in. Um, has one of the hottest no, entrances yet he's... again. 
He's well, literally like going back home to like going back to Mandalore to fucking re-enter re-enter his cult. position in this fucking cult. I'm like, dude. So yes. So I need Leah from the Twilight movies. The co- Leah Clearwater is part of Jacob's uh pack, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what they call him anymore. Um and she's all like angry because her boyfriend imprinted on another woman. Anyways her she's the lady from that planet where grogu is like i got a bunch of friends and so i need her to come back because mm. Cobb Vanth ain't doing it um i need her to come back and be like yo dude you're in a cult and then maybe he'll wake up and be like oh my god i should marry Cobb Vanth." <laughs> yes exactly exactly oh ashley you can keep this in i gotta tell you about this fan i found when i was looking for gifs of <laughs> the so I oh please i love cob mando i'm like all about it i simply just typed into the, the tumblr search bar uh, t- uh Jarin. i almost said tin Jarin. uh din Jarin. <laughs> and the first thing they came up was a din cob fan art and i was like i'm in and it looked like they were shopping at the new york christmas market um, oh, nice. And they were just like hanging out, shopping. Um, and I loved it so much. And if they want to do that in this show, no notes. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so the, the trailers, he, I, I'm trying to reinvent myself by going back into my cult. Um, and he's like, with a bunch of Mandalorian, there are so many Mandalorians in this trailer. It's nuts. And uh, one of the hottest parts is he like walks through a bunch of Mandalorians in a way that I'm like, hell yeah. Din can make a fucking entrance and he like walks through them and then like it's shows a bunch of people flying he like goes and he hangs out with Grief Karga they're like what up buddies uh Cara Dune jumped off a cliff it was real sad and she died on the way back to her home planet she went back to Alderaan for some reason Alderaan and exploded (laughs) 10 years ago whatever it is um and so like the whole it's like him reunited with grogu then him talking about i'm gonna go back to this cult and then like them talking a lot about the mandalorians but it's like very vague but yet you get to see babu frick and you see uh or the babu fricks I, they're like yoda what the fuck species <laughs> is a babu frick it's like Listen, the, the- who cares <laughs> they're the hottest fucking character ever and Mando got fucking <laughs> out hotted in his own fucking show. I can send you the TikToks if you've never seen the TikToks. Oh it will make hey. you fucking lose your mind. I will hey. send them to you immediately after this. Oh hey, yeah. Hottest man. So, the end. Oh so Babu Frick, aka Moaning Myrtle from Harry Potter. Um, uh, Babu Frick species in this my favorite star wars fact is then if you look up the species of yaddo it says the same species as yoda and i'm like how is that helpful to anybody they just have no species they don't know so so you're like grogu species same as yaddo and yoda i'm like thank you so much to everyone involved (laughs) in star wars because you everything is so in so detailed and then it's like and zelen hold on sorry ashley said babu frick was an anzel what the fuck is an anzelen that's not helpful. I don't know what an Anzelin is. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All the Star Wars bros be like, oh, you should know what Anzelin is. I don't know why Grogu's in a ship with it's fucking Din Djarin, but you should know what an Anzelin is. Yeah, um, really anyways, yeah, the trailer is pretty simple. Go be in a cult. Uh, here's all my Mandalorian bros. 
so Katrina, I want to know why, what, what, what do you, what's your thoughts on this? What do you think is going on? I am really interested in seeing whose helmet that is. I include that, I included that specifically because it could be something and it could be nothing, uh, <laughs> which, which is pretty par for the course when it comes to, <laughs> when it comes yeah. to Star Wars uh, trailers. They just, they show us something and they're like, oh, look at this. This is so cool. It's so interesting. But it could really just be some person's helmet from the ruins um and i'm i'm really i'm super hyped for it um i have i have something very cool coming out very soon that i can't talk about just yet um that uh in that involves the ruins of mandalore and so i am specifically interested in what this is going to look like on on the big screen and like how they're going to deal with that and i kind of um, for like diaspora reasons, I would really love for Boba Fett to be involved in uh, Mando's quest to Mandalore. Um, well, so... I mean, he should be. It's only fair. It's only um, fair. Yeah, he's give him he's... three episodes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Three episodes where we we don't follow Mando at all. Like Mando and yeah. Grogu are off somewhere, and it's just it's just Boba they're on Fett a vacation. Episodes. Boba yeah. Fett's like, go check in on Frog Lady, yeah. and. They're like, hey, your friend Nick Nolte is alive, actually. So you want to go hang out with him for a while? Hang God, out with Nick I would. Katrina, do you remember how obsessed I was with the Nick Nolte figure mm-hmm. at Star Wars? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's like, man, the thing about that character, about Quill, that's so upsetting is that he's like deader than dead. Like Mando personally burned his body. <laughs> like with Star Wars characters, usually it's like, oh, they died off screen or they died in a book or they flew off screen until you could not see them again. So they could still be alive, possibly. But Kuil is dead. And here's my here's my dream for Cardoon. <laughs> here's my dream for Cardoon. It is revealed that Nick Nolte was secretly Cardoon. And Cardoon got burned. And so then Nick Nolte just like peels off the figure of Jack Ryan. <laughs> it's like, it's me, Nick Nolte. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I You said his name and I still didn't learn it. I'm like, it's Nick Nolte. I, have, I give zero fucks. That is Nick <laughs> Nolte. Um, that's, that was like, or like it's a face-off situation where like he's burned, but he's like crawls his way out. And so then like, just, they took his consciousness and installed it into Cara Dune, but Cara Dune's face uh, and body like has been little... morphed uh, into somebody else, and so it's actually just a woman who is voiced by Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte? Yeah, just like a really strong lady they cast, and she just, they just dub his voice into It's her. Lucy Lawless, but with the voice of Nick Nolte. Um... Yes, yes. <laughs> No, I will. I will say that, like, if Cara Dune is ever recast, I hope it's with a a really awesome trans actress, just to really, yes, really stick oh, it yeah. to them. Would be so good. Oh yeah, be perfect. Um, but yeah, so the trailer is it's fun. What's everyone's thoughts on the trailer? I'm excited. Uh, I uh, I expect. I I don't know why I'm this dumb, but I expected to see a little bit more um, with regards to the plot, but. It's it kind of just like rounded about where Mando left off was like I'm gonna go to Mandalore, I'm gonna connect with my people. I have this sword here, so I guess I'm like the king of Mandalore or something. 
so oh i have to let God. go <laughs> like, yeah so he's he's going to uh potentially claim his throne who knows uh no i, I need bo to kick his fucking ass this i need is yeah. dumb at this point yeah mando doesn't he's like the, the, the ongoing joke that everyone says is that Mando doesn't really realize he's in Star Wars. He's just like going about his everyday life, and like you can just you can't have, he's like, like he's like, yeah. what's a Jedi? Is this Jedi? And it's a yeah. rock. And it's like, like no. the dude no, my who God, works at the rock. Yeah, it, it's like the equivalent of like the dude who works at the bodega getting like the Holy Grail. Like, <laughs> like he doesn't want that trouble. You know, he, he just wants the education to, like, system in Star Wars is fucked. <laughs> there's jarring. like no historical record of anything in Star Wars. Nothing. If it didn't happen in the past ten years, nobody remembers it. That's how the Emperor has succeeded. I just, I just him. He's he's a himbo, and I like fought someone one time. They were like, he's not a himbo. I was like, I'm sorry. You think this guy has a brain cell? He is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. He's so hot. But he is just beyond stupid. This character is like... He tried to do a face scan with a helmet on. And people are trying to tell me that this character is intelligent. I'm he said, sorry. But- we're going to scan your face. And he kept the helmet on. Look- and then when it said, take the helmet off or we're going to set the alarms off. He was like, okay. And then took the helmet. Like, he had to be prompted. And I know, I get it. He's brainwashed. He's in a cult. But you cannot be that stupid. (laughs) You're sitting there and it's telling you, I need to see your eyes. And he's like, you can see them through the helmet. Look, um, I'm sorry, but Mando cannot be the smartest character in Star Wars because if he was smart, why would he be in a cult? Like, that 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 is true. That doesn't really you don't you don't get someone telling you like the you know the sky is gonna rain blood if you don't wear your Mando helmet and and then somebody goes like all right like there's a degree of like awareness that uh, that Mando lacked when we met him that I think we're going to see him kind of broaden thankfully uh, I think that like this Bill season... Burr's about to come back and be like yo bro <laughs> what the fuck hey dude you want to do some time. algebra. That's the only time I would fully appreciate Bill Burr coming back is when, like, Mando's, like, about to find Mandalore, and then Bill Burr just, like, busts in a room, and he's like, my guy, we had a conversation about the fucking cult. Like, what do you mean? We literally had a talk about how this was a cult. I straight up told you that you were in a cult. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yet. But and I, like, I, I love him for it. But the which is there's not a brain cell in that man and like to be fair to i guess people in cults sometimes you can get tricked but you're still dumb you went into a cult Mm -hmm. okay in his defense and i will say this because i cannot fucking deal with it and it's part of the layered effect of like his character he was a child he was a yeah. child and he was groomed. He was. He was at least 10. He had enough brain yeah. cells that he could have yeah. been like, but again, I don't know about Alone, that. his family dead. I understand yeah. to a degree. Now it's yeah, to the then, point where it's like, well, we got to deprogram then, this stupid fucking brain, and then dude. If, like, if, Bill Burr, if Bill Burr is looking at you and Bill Burr is making more sense. If Bill Burr is then, telling you. <laughs> like, if Bill Burr is like, hey, buddy. 
you're in a fucking cult like if also, you're like, in it as a kid i get it i get it you're like brainwashed as a child it's a whole situation there is no reason this 40 ass year old mandalorian is still in this cult and not and like enough people have been like hey this is stupid other mandalorians have been like my dude yeah. look woo, oh, yeah. woo, i'm taking the helmet off it's fine, it really fine. nothing changed <laughs> he's like my favorite Whoa. bit my favorite bit of the entire thing is that um grogu baby grogu got himself out of a cult before mm-hmm. even like getting too far in mm-hmm. and his motherfucking 40 year old man it's just like oh yeah no i'm gonna like reconnect with my cults like I did twice he did twice Grogu got out of the cult twice because he went the whole time he like got out and then forgot about it to protect himself he's like I am not gonna think about this cult I'm not gonna think about the cult Mm -mm. and then then leader of the cult brought him back to the cult and Grogu again said right this is a cult dad dad this is getting uncomfortable dad this is getting like (laughs) For the second time, twice, Grogu left a cult, and there's Din. Just our dumb, dumb Din (laughs) Jordan is like, I don't know, man. I think I need to. I think I need to go back to Mandalorian, become a become a Mandalorian Um, again. And they're like, you're wearing you're wearing your helmet now. What has changed? And he's like, no, 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 no. Took it off, so I'm not a Mandalorian. And they're like, Jesus. That's like He's also the, a terrible liar. To, I would have been just like, ugh. yeah, just gaslight all these Mandalorians into believing that I'm totally three like, of them. not there straying were three away from of them. What are they going to do? Not, <laughs> not even. I think there were two at that point. It was John Favreau and the Armorer. You couldn't have just lied to them and said, I never took off my helmet. She's straight up in the book of Boba Fett. If you watch it, in the book of Boba Fett, she is like, uh, yeah, buddy, like, as long as you never took your helmet off. She didn't know he didn't take it off, and he gets real quiet. Like, you couldn't think of something. <laughs> you couldn't have think of a single thing to say that would like get you out of that situation. And then he's like, "I need you to protect my son." No, you didn't, but you you did, but you didn't need to, you didn't need to tell her. She didn't need to know. She didn't, John didn't need to know. Well, uh, <laughs> I think that this this season we're going to see Mando <laughs> unlearn some of those cult ties for sure. Um, it seems to be what he's trying to do, and I'm excited because, like, this this whole cult thing was some a part of Mandalorian culture that, like, none of us knew about. Um, I didn't know about that, and I watched all of Clone, Clone Wars. Um, Me too. It, yeah, it's, like, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I really want to see the line from, like, Mandalore of the Clone Wars era to the Mandalore we know now, mm-hmm. and how the culture has split like that, because... That that goes all the way back to when Maul took over and Death Watch yep. started, and um, uh, so I'm I'm interested in seeing like how that has changed, like what what is universal in Mandalorian culture and what is broken off as a result of what's happened to Mandalore. And I'd also just like a clearer picture of what has happened to Mandalore. Like we have heard a lot of like the great disaster. Oh, you know, Sabine created weapons that the Empire used against Mandalore. Um, and, and all this stuff, but like, you know, we, we saw the siege of Mandalore, but clearly something happened like a few years later that completely tore apart this entire planet of people. And like, you know, I, I know that Star Wars planets are all biomes, but like, that's a lot of people to displace and kill. 
Um, so I'm interested in seeing like what those branches are and which branches that uh, that Mando is going to interact with. The cult branch. <laughs> well, he's already inter- he's interacted with the cult branch. Now he's going to go uh, interact with probably Bogotan and like maybe some former Death Watch people. Who knows? Um, and then speaking of I'm leaning cults, more towards Death Watch. Yeah, That'd be I'm, really I'm thinking, cool. That would be awesome. I like there are some characters in Death Watch that I would yeah. love to see again, and some that I'm just like glad to know that they're dead. Um, <laughs> I hope there's a branch. I hope there's a branch of like Mandalorians on Mandalore that are just in charge of like cooking, and he's like, I see what they're up to. Janitors, janitors, yeah. they call themselves Janitorians. Like, yeah, he's like, guys, I know where I belong. Mm-hmm. It's with the guy, it's with the bus boys, not the cooks, <laughs> not the waiters. I, I'm the bus boys, Janitorians. Mm-hmm. Because they got a fight too, I'm sure. Mandalorian. Yeah. I don't know what's going on on Mandalore. I'm sure they're fighting there. But I, like, I, I that's what I, my hope is. There's a branch of Mandalorians that are specifically busboys. And that's where Din ends up. Well, we've talked about this Mandalorian trailer. We've talked about our fan events. It is now time for a, a tried, a true... Hold on. <clears throat> Here we go. Stash, 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 stash. The stash on everybody's lips is gonna be Pedro's. Uh, welcome to Stash of the Week, where we pick yes. our favorite stashes of Pedro Pascal's week, year, month, life, death. He's alive. Uh, just, you know, general being. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So this week, there's plenty, plenty. Uh, we got we got a lot. Because I, Ashley's surprise is coming up. Uh, so who would like to go first? Uh, I'll, I'll do it. I'll go first. I, I believe I have the least exciting one. I <laughs> love this stash. This stash says, I woke up this morning. I woke up like this. No one styled my hair. In fact, I didn't let anyone touch my hair today. I didn't even touch my hair today. And you know what? You just have to deal with it. So I like to call this the sass stash. This was from the uh, unbelievable weight of mad, massive talent premiere with that really nice white suit. Um, and I, I love this photo of him because it's just like, what are you going to do? I just don't care. I don't have executive function right now. And I relate to that. Perfect. All right, Echo, as, your, as our guest, you get to go next. And you picked. Hey. <laughs> Listen, this fucking picture is iconic. Um, <laughs> I saw this stash just as I left the theater after the aforementioned <laughs> awful fucking experience at a premiere that I had. Mm-hmm. And I lost it because I was like, I could have been that person that took that picture. It could have been me. I could have been there. I could have done that. Mm-hmm. And it kind of broke something in me. I think that was the final straw. Um, but here he is looking fabulous. Here's the stash that realized- broke Ico. Yeah, it is. It fucking broke me, and now I'm just like, I should put that across the the picture in big red letters. The stash that broke Ico, and it's like over the tweet. That's the tweet. (laughs) That's the promotional material. (laughs) Um, To be clear, 
so for mine, I was trying to find these pictures to which I texted Ashley in our in the group chat for this episode. Can you send me the pictures from when he went ahead and killed that fucking kid? Which I was talking about this moment from The Last of Us where Joel Miller had just thrown the body of a dead child into a fire. Um, <laughs> um, our producer told me to shut up. That's not even what I'm doing for you. Um, this is my favorite look. Yeah, I love that they put gray in his hair. Uh, I'm obsessed with it. They said Clint Eastwood, which, you know, Tess calls him Clint Eastwood. So, like, yeah, she was not wrong. Um, he does go full Clint Eastwood. Also, my favorite sash, obviously. Oh, my God, my daughter got shot. Here's my ass. Um, <laughs> which is my favorite Let me just moment. pose real quick. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, listen, I love that show, but that's an insane shot. Um, uh, yeah, to be fair, Ash in the chat just pointed out he did not kill that kid. The kid was dead already when he threw the dead body into the fire. Um, but you know, same feeling, same difference, same, yeah. same chutzpah, as you will. Like, he was, he, he was not having it through the kid's dead body <laughs> into the flame. Um, and so the the gift to Ashley is that she gets a stash of the week choice this week because I specifically said, hey, everyone, send me your stash of the weeks. And Ashley, who doesn't do stash of the week, typically sent me a picture. So mm-hmm. I have decided that Ashley gets to include be included. And I'm going to talk through why I th- think Ashley picked this. You can correct me as th- she said, thank you. You can correct me as how- however you want in the chat. I will decide whether or not I want to read it. So Ashley sent this. When I asked everyone else to send me a picture, Ashley just sent me this, which I feel like is a screen ga- grab from a GIF. Doesn't look like a still picture. Looks like she just screenshot a GIF and sent this to me. Um, but it is from from the same vein um, as my stash of the week, where he has his gray hair and he's like, what up? I'm 56. Um, it's like, <laughs> I wish that like I feel like the energy of this is my friend is obsessed with this kid, but it gives me the energy of that kid on TikTok who's like, "What up, y'all? Already know who I am? I'm Topher." Um, that everyone has become obsessed with. Like, I feel like that's him in the 2023 storyline. He's just like, "Y'all already know who I am. You know my my deal. I'm Joel. I'm sad. Uh, I'll throw this kid's dead body into a fire." Um, I'll break your fucking jaw. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> give a shit anymore. My daughter's dead, so I'm dead inside. Um, like, just that's what I was thinking. Ashley was thinking when she was going through. <laughs> Honestly, that's so much better than what I thought she was thinking because, like, I thought. Well, that what do you think Ashley was thinking? Oh, okay. Well, uh, we're we're gonna wait for Ashley to type. I'm gonna tell you though. I thought that was her producer face. Like every time we're just like in the middle of the show and we're like actually can you pull a screen grab for this can you go to second 42 minute 57 and get this specific screen grab please and that's like the face she makes she said what katrina said um yeah it is literally i i I wish i could explain the chaos of the last episode where we were like i need this it was like the most the vaguest of descriptions of what we wanted from the episode we'd be like you know he crosses his arms and she's like, wait, 
Um, and then like trying to describe to her that I wanted the bloody bicep was my favorite part because I simply just said blood and she gave me this. Um, she didn't hesitate. She knew exactly what I wanted and it was a bloody bicep. Um, uh, but yeah, so those slashes of the week. Uh, our favorite section. Uh, so as we're wrapping up, I go, why don't you tell everyone I say your name so fast, but I also just talk fast. And I'm like, I feel like I'm, I sound crazy saying your name. So I'm like, I go, don't tell everyone. But I go, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you and how you as a professional simp should oh actually gosh, really? be found on the internet? Of course. Duh. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Iko H writes. That is A-I-K-O-H-W-R-I-T-E. S and you can find me over at uh, Screen Spec. I'm actually recapping The Last of Us as well. Um, I literally just sent in my first recap because <laughs> I had to like type out my entire premiere experience, and that was like the longest <laughs> fucking shit ever. <laughs> it's like three pages of me just being like, "This was the worst." Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll be hopefully recapping uh, the show as it goes along. And then somehow sprinkle in my Sundance stuff because this this month for me is crazy. Um, but anyways, you can find me there. Feel free to DM me um, and send me all of your fan cans. I love them. I look for oh, them. I so. want I want all of the Joel Miller fan cans, but oh. set it to like "Oh Baby" by LCD Sound System. <sighs> Billy Joel Miller would really get into LCD sound system. They they wouldn't have really been out yet. I feel like <laughs> Joel Miller would love that. It's Joel Miller coded. It's perfect. He would love the killers or LCD sound system. Katrina, where can the people find you? Hi, you can find me anywhere on the internet if you look for O Katrina. That's O H C A T R I N A. Uh, you can find me here on this podcast so many times over the course of like the next four months we are going to be doing so many episodes uh uh, i will also be uh streaming over on twitch starting on february 1st first uh that can be twitch.tv slash oh katrina um and i'll be doing a bunch of other stuff this year that i can't talk about yet but you know that's where you'll find me you can find me at rachel leishman uh on twitter Rachel underscore Leishman on Instagram. Forgot what that social media app was called for a second. Um, and you can follow my work at the Mary Soon Collider. And find me here at Padre Pascal, where you can follow us all over the internet uh, with that same handle uh, every week now so that we can talk about The Last of Us and then The Mandalorian, where we will bring Iko back so she can tell us whether or not her father said, when did this happen? <laughs> when the fuck did this happen? <laughs> Um, and until next time, like, rate, review, subscribe, and, uh, we will talk to you later. Goodbye.